live. Oh, I'm so tired. Live from ten, room ten oh seven, at the Muscardi Luxury Suites in downtown United States. Ten oh seven. It's a smells like Matt is on vacation again. AF edition of Business Pants Friday, featuring Ari the Data Queen. I'm and me, here. America's America's favorite root beer coaster. In this week's episode, we're forced to talk about Elon Musk again. New York City uh, uses its noggin and more, even more Florida-related stuff. So much out of Florida, I understand Florida. How's it going, Ari? Let's do it. You ready? Want to well, get right to it? I'm full of How COVID. are you feeling? How I'm are you feeling? I'm doing better. Thank you. I've been announcing your sicknesses all week, so I feel like the audience deserves enough. Yeah. <sighs> Thanks for are that. Still, I used to, <laughs> am I not supposed to reveal that? I didn't say I mean, you actually okay. had COVID. I don't mind. Okay. Two point five years later, people, I got COVID. Got Rona. Still, still testing positive. I tested positive yesterday. I guess I'll retest today. I don't know. This proves your dedication to the world because even maybe with a t- positive test of COVID, you're still showing up to the Friday show. Just spitting COVID all over my microphone. Yeah, and and also because I'm like desperately in need for someone to join the show with me. It's been a lonely week. It's been a week full of Elon, so yeah, here I am. Let's get to it. So uh, we'll do the story of the week. That's me. Ari will cover the goodliest of the week, and then I will very briefly channel Matt. I'm not going to go into how angry he is about things because I don't, I don't, I just don't feel that way. But I'm going to very, very briefly channel assholeiest of the week. And yeah, then we'll do you ever wrap feel up. that strongly about anything? Yeah, I get angry, but I don't. Not... I don't just mean strong anger. I mean strong yeah. any type of emotion. Uh, wait, what? Do you think I'm emotionless? I don't think you get that emotional about anything as much as hmm. Matt gets angry about the jerks yeah. of the world. All right, let's come on. Let's get to it. Tell me story of the week. Ping ping. Um. Oh, you want some? Uh... There we go, that's for you. In case you missed it, I don't know how you could have missed it. Uh, we'll start with Elon Musk. There's a, lo- there's a lot going on in the Elon Musk world. We started off with this incredibly insipid Twitter poll. Did you see his Twitter poll about the war? <laughs> the Russian the war Russian war in Ukraine? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this insipid well, poll felt very pro Russia so much that the Kremlin praised Elon Musk and almost everybody in Ukraine, including all the way up to the president, ridiculed Elon Musk for this. Did the you take the poll? To, did I take the poll? Yeah. No, I, I don't know if you remember. I don't know why you would care. But back when Elon Musk threatened to buy Twitter, I actually deactivated my account because as I've said many times, hmm. Twitter depresses me every time I go in there and I needed a reason to quit it. And that became my reason. So, all right, all right, fair. Yeah, I don't Go do on. Twitter anymore. Uh, yeah, so the ambassador, to, Ukraine's ambassador to Germany, even went as far as to tell, to tell Elon Musk, the richest man in the world, uh, to fuck off. That's the, <laughs> those are the actual words they use: was "fuck off." Uh, so that's the world we live in, Nari. So that's where the week started. But then hours later, uh, Elon Musk told Twitter that he's suddenly willing to buy the company at the original forty-four billion dollar deal after months of trying to get out of it. Like all that anyone can figure out is that 
he realized that he lost and he didn't want to go through the court case and he just gave up. Do you think the poll was just part of this whole ploy? Assigning logic to this man doesn't work anymore for me. I, I, he acts like, uh, he reminds me of like some of my friends in middle school just acts acting out. Yeah. That just sort of acts irrationally. I mean, you know, I, if I was a misogynist and he was a woman, I would label him as being uh, overly emotional and irrational. But I'm not. But I'm none of those things. So I'll label him as overly emotional and irrational. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know. Uh, so what happens now? Yeah. He's saying he's going to do the OG deal. Yeah. Does Twitter just go through with it? This, is everybody going to say okay? Let's do it. So the court case has been paused. The judge has given them an extra three weeks to work out the deal. I, I've heard some rumblings that Twitter is not completely satisfied with something, but I I think they're just kind of working out the details. It sounds like it will just go through as planned. I'm sure there'll be more curveballs. I, I it won't be. It can't be this easy, but maybe it can be. I, I don't know. I, here's the thing that scares me the most. Maybe you know something about this. Elon Musk is saying that buying Twitter now will accelerate the creation of his long-discussed everything app called X. He's, he's trying to create an everything app, which is Isn't... has a scary name of X. Uh, how do, do, you, do you have any feelings about this? So is this an app that you like go into and then you can choose to integrate everything. Twitter, Facebook, everything. Instagram, TikTok? Everything. Maybe everything. No, maybe no. maybe your iPhone. I don't know that you have an iPhone. I'm guessing you have an iPhone. Maybe your phone will have one app and it will be X. I don't. This isn't. I don't. I don't think <laughs> this will go well with anyone. People have yeah. different personalities and they kind of treat each one of those things differently. Putting it all into one. I don't see that working. But then again, I am not the richest person. On the well, one thing Elon Musk has done very well over the last. Uh, a few months is really polarized himself. He seems to now be a, a, the people on the right, uh, conservatives, libertarians, Trumpies, DeSantis people really seem to like him. People on the left are starting to hate him, including now all of Ukraine. Uh, so, you know, when the Kremlin praises you, it's very awkward. So the everything app probably won't be used by everybody is, was what I'm guessing. Because again, his, his very let's call it risky CEO behavior is starting to, I think, come back to, to haunt. So this is going to be the next app for Donald Trump is what you're saying. Well, that's the thing that scares me the most. If, if you want to get into the political discussion is that this opens the door, of course, for Donald Trump to return to the Twitter platform. And, yeah. So get ready for that fun. Another reason I'm glad to have quit Twitter. Uh, that's the first story of the week is everything. Elon Musk. Number two President Biden has done some fun things this week. I should say, meanwhile, someone's still trying to do things, despite people not really liking Biden. I still don't really understand that. I, I like him just enough. I, I get, No, I like him. I like him. and Because he, he does things that we've always sort of wanted, and he doesn't really seem to get much praise for it. Here's one thing he did this week. Pardoning thousands of people with federal marijuana convictions and trying to get states to do the same thing. So basically he said he said in a statement that no one should be in jail just for for using or possessing marijuana. So again, he's I'm not seeing a ton of praise for this, but uh, he's going to encourage pretty, states to do the same he, as he if the red states are going to do this. True. 
But he's the president. He's he's in the federal government. He can't tell the states what to do. So, but still, this is something that people have been begging for for a long time, and yet again, he's not really going to get much praise for this for some reason because he's old. I guess I don't know. That's why people hate him because he's old. I don't really understand any of it. He also wait. I have a question. Yeah. Why yes. didn't he do this two years ago? I'm not. This is great. This is I good don't know. News. I'm just wondering, right? Because it's a presidential pardon. He could have done this while on the toilet a year ago. You know, here's the thing I don't understand about politics, and here's my guess, is that maybe they take some time to create the policies. Maybe they kind of listen around to make sure that people won't be too angry. Maybe they they release them one by one, and it helps them during election cycles, right? Because politics is more than just policy and more than just enacting laws. It's about power and staying in power and winning elections. And so this seems like a great play for young people right before an election, I would think. guess so. All right. Yeah, I don't know. The other thing the White House did is that they are talking about, they're proposing a new Bill of Rights to protect Americans from AI harms. Oh. You hear about this? No, an AI Bill of Rights? Yes. Is it going to be written by AI? <laughs> that's a, Yeah, that's a great question. The <laughs> blueprint is a set of non-binding guidelines, unfortunately, non-binding guidelines. That doesn't that sound like a Bill of Rights. I know or suggestions providing a national value statement and a toolkit to help lawmakers and businesses build the proposed protections into policy and products. But again, I will say this, something else that we've been screaming about and complaining about for a long time is that finally at least pushing it in the right direction, like we're yeah. waiting we're waiting for our politicians to, to do something about the social media and the AI and the meta and the Zucks and so at least he's getting something started. I'll give him some credit for that. Yeah, this is cool. This is cool. Maybe there will be a Constitution 2.0 now. <laughs> no, I like it. Too far. Finally, the third big story of the week is one for us. This is uh, the, the ESG woke data kind of category. And that's a, this is a depressing one. This is out of Morningstar. Average CEO pay is now 399 times more than a typical worker's wage. Actually... Our new sponsor, S-Gage Wednesday, Paul Hodgson uh, from S-Gage, he's actually a, a compensation expert, has been for decades, a CEO compensation expert. He looked into the five highest paid CEOs and looked into some of the background on this. So stay tuned next week. He's going to do the numbers six through 10. He's looking at the highest paid CEOs and their compensation packages. Mm -hmm. More data about this, uh, Ari, is that the disparity between CEO and worker pay is even more staggering at America's low wage companies. So at 300 low wage companies, CEOs made an average of 670 times more than their workers. I don't get that divide. Like that just makes me feel extra depressed. And finally, a bit of tidbit for you because you're the data queen. For some reason, Again, so this study looked at the 350 highest paid CEOs. Their data is saying that the CEO pay is now 399 times more than the typical worker's wage. But mm -hmm. for some reason, they excluded Elon Musk from this because he is an extreme outlier after yeah. he exercised $24 billion in stock options last year. So this number doesn't hit, even... Is that when he hit a target that nobody thought he was going to hit? Or is that... Yeah, it's like a, a, a market cap, share price target um, yeah. and maybe you know something about this i get yeah. that it's an outlier but why would you exclude it i don't understand the stats behind because it, if you that. include it it's gonna skew your number so much that so what? people who are trying to poke holes at 
your message are going to have a very easy way in. Well, then this so, this, this by sucks excluding because, this person, yeah. you make that three ninety nine more real and harder I to guess. argue. I don't agree. I, I think it's part of the same pile of CEO cash. Well, I don't think what happened with Elon in twenty twenty one is a norm, is it? It's not. They they're, again, they're calling it an extreme outlier. But you know, one thing we've learned about CEO pay is that everything is a precedent. Like every year that it goes up means that some other company is going to figure out how to make its, its CEO pay go up. And then it all goes up. It goes up every year, year after year after year. They just keep copycatting each other. So uh, you, I think you're going to probably see other CEOs eventually with extreme well, outlier really pay packages. Is the 300 low wage companies mm-hmm. made on average 670 times more yeah, than their workers. That? Look at that. Like, 300 low-wage companies that's crazy is there like yeah, a bully all, complex when your company yeah. employs a lot of low-wage workers i guess it's a pretty overt statement that they don't think that those low-wage workers have any power really and that right. they can get away with yes get away with abusing them I, it's, right it is a, I, I can't even believe there are 300 low-wage companies why do we need low-wage companies to begin with i don't right but and these are probably discussion. the workers that whose livelihoods are being subsidized by the government because even though they have jobs, they can't cover all their costs. So these CEOs should get the crap taxed out of them. Thank you. Yeah, why don't we get rid of low-wage companies have living-wage companies? All right, those are your three stories, Ari. Um, That's super interesting. Everything Elon Musk, uh, Biden doing some things, and the ever-escalating disparity in CEO-to-worker pay. So you're the only vote. You you get to decide. Did anybody predict, or maybe you did, Damien, that Elon's going to come back and be like, I'll take it? Uh, How did we not predict that? I have to look back that? at our predictions. We, know, we never look back at our predictions. I think it's time. I'm going to look. Somebody must have called this. Maybe it was me. Yeah. <laughs> Probably you. Um, Biden, you know, about time. That's good. That's great. I, I like yeah. it. Um, The CEO pay is bananas. It but is. I think I'm going to go, <laughs> sadly, with Elon. I think you got to. I mean, let's not uh, forget that. I know Elon Musk seems just like a celebrity soap opera at this point, but he is the CEO of Tesla, the CEO of SpaceX. He's the richest man in the world. I mean, from our perspective, Ari, he's very important in our world, right? So yeah, yeah. So we have to talk about him. We're not yeah. just talking about him because he's a celebrity. We have to talk about him because yeah, he's a big part of our. Sabermetrics. I mean, it's just so creating. childish, you know. Like he knew he was gonna lose, and it's like, oh, never mind, I'll take it. Sorry. Yeah. If you, if you want to be extra sorry. pissed, if you want to be extra pissed off today for some reason, and you haven't looked into his stupid Twitter poll about uh, Ukraine, go, go look at those stories. It'll, it'll really irritate you. All right, that's it. That's that's the story of the week. Elon Musk uh, buying Twitter, pissing off Ukraine. Let's go to. Ari, good leads of the week. Come on. I got you. What do you got, Ari? All right, here we go. Yeah. Apple will have to switch to USB-C chargers for iPhones from 2024 after EU vote. <laughs> There's an awkward pause. But like is this, this the beginning of the end for the core drawer? The EU is coming after your core drawer. So the what does EU, that mean? The EU Parliament approved yeah. 
new rules that require a universal port for for electronics. Who hates universal anything more than Apple does? Like, since its inception. (laughs) Yeah, it's like they're... um, We have a thing here in Portland, Maine. We have a thing here in Portland, Maine where you have to buy... uh, You have to buy trash bags from the city of Portland. It's kind of like a... It's kind of like a covert tax, like a garbage tax. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what—that's how I always thought about Apple and their court and their chargers and the cords, right? Because it's kind of like a, a, a like a secret, extra secret way to make you keep paying, like, a, like an Apple tax for yeah. all your stupid Apple products, right? Yeah, it's Instead an of, Apple tax. Because I live in a house where half of the people use Androids, and we can't even. Yeah. We can't even share, and it's it's absolutely ridiculous. You I mean, can't I, mix and match. You can't mix and match, and and we're joking about it, but it's it's hundreds of dollars. It's hundreds of dollars, right? And it's part that, of their brand. It's part of their brand. They're yeah. the exclusive club at school, right? Like, oh, sorry, it's true. But the rules that the yes. EU Parliament approved explicitly say that manufacturers must do away with proprietary ports, like the Lightning port. And this right. covers, you know, phones, tablets, but also things like cameras, speakers, mm-hmm. all your small and mid-sized electronic devices. Um, I think computers are next, but they're not there yet. However, yes. some tech journalists are already talking that, you know, this has been a thing that the EU has been talking about for a couple of years. And they predict that Apple will switch to USB-C at the last possible minute and uh-huh. they will make money from the dongles they will sell like the little adapters up until that point no from that point on they will make so much money from the accessories the adapters right because it's this little tiny thing that cost 50 cents that they will sell for yeah. $30 at their Apple right. store right so they will wait till the last minute to switch in order to maximize their accessory selling. But in the end, at yeah. least we'll have you universal USB-Cs for everything. So this is good. Look, this I'm, is good news. Until we get excited. rid of cords all the same and then everything's yeah. just one giant electromagnetic charging thing. And then this rule doesn't even matter anyway. But for the time I, being, this I, sounds great. I agree with that. I do agree. I think the one thing they'll look back at many years from now when we're all gone is the one thing they'll laugh at us for our generation, Ari, is that the amount of cords. They're going to be like, what was wrong with these people? Why couldn't they figure this out? Why did they have to keep every single one? (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's true. Not only do I have cords all over my house, but I have like boxes of them in my basement just in case. Right. Right. Stupid like cords. when the right. heck are you going to go down there and look for one? You're probably going to go to, you know, the store and get a new one because you're never going to be able to find one. Anyway, <laughs> number two, number two. New York, New York City to use vacant newsstands as hubs for food delivery workers. I love this one. I love so this we've one. heard, tell, you know, we've heard about it, yeah. all the stories about food delivery workers how overworked underpaid you Mm -hmm. know tip based nobody tips them assault all the terrible things however something about this specific gig work that doesn't get mentioned is that 
when they get a break, they don't really have anywhere mm-hmm. to go. When yeah, they where would to... they? Where could they go? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So they're employed, you know, by DoorDash and Uber Eats and whatever other company. But it's not like there's a central location for them to right. hang out or I don't know do anything during their business hours. So New York City, the first in the country. There are 65,000 delivery workers in the city, and wow. they're called deliveristas, by the way, because uh-huh. it runs Deliveristas. Okay. Yep. So great. And there's a space, vacant newsstands and other vacant mm-hmm. things that are not being used that they have found a way that um, to give it new life. And food delivery workers, in theory, would be able to go there get a break, charge their e-bikes, charge yes. their phones. If Love it was 2024, they'd only need one kind of charger. But <laughs> Well, the good news is that these these uh, new hubs will have both chargers already. <laughs> um, so anyway, I think this is great. It's the first in the country. They're going to spend a million dollars doing this. It's already in the budget. That's it? And only a million? Well, they already That's all have it takes? the newsstands. Yeah. That's incredible. It's so like mm-hmm. oh, only a million dollars and you're providing all this for 65,000 over overworked deliveristas. Yeah. It's incredible. And I love it. I, you know, they should tax DoorDash and whatever Uber Eats to get masseuses in there or something. Make it That'd spa. That'd be nice. I'm a fan of that too. <laughs> all right. I can be, I can dream. A girl can dream. Okay. All right. Number three. Number three. America's first solar power town was a hurricane success story. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Was a hurricane su- success story. Ooh, so this is one. what happened. Everybody knows yeah. last week, Hurricane Ian, 4 mm-hmm. million people in Florida lost power. Except there is this town called Babcock Ranch. Babcock Ranch. It's a, a town in southwest town. Florida. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And this is a town that was planned and built, right? So I love it. It yeah. wasn't, you know, here in New England, you have all these towns that already existed for, you know, a couple hundred yeah, years. Old. So it's kind of hard. And this mil- one was just mm-hmm. fresh start, planned and built. Mm-hmm. And their focus was on sustainability and renewable energy. So much so. I mean, this sounds yeah. like a joke, but they have a tagline and it is life powered by the sun <laughs> like what well I don't it's know. true in the, it's true i guess in this case right I, 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 they take their florida identity a little too far i mean it's hard to argue with that tagline i mean th- that's pretty much uh, <laughs> everything right the earth right sure they probably have a town flower and it's a sunflower and you know Ooh, all, sounds the nice. all the things all the things anyway uh, they were on the path of ian and mm-hmm. while four million people lost power this town did not. And some of the steps that were taken, yeah. right? Go them. Some of the steps that were taken during the planning process were that the streets were designed to minimize flooding. Oh my gosh. Ooh, yeah. ah. right. The town was built above the storm surge area. Ah. The field house at the high school doubles as a storm shelter. And this last thing is something I have been advocating for to happen here in Northeast, and it is to bury the cables, the electrical cables, the internet cables. Think about it. If the state put a ton of money, like this is a social works program right here that we Mm. need. 
How much money yeah. do we spend freaking fixing those cables every time a tree gets knocked down? Right. <sighs> anyway. I like it. Um, it just sounds to me that when Florida gets wiped out, this town is going to be an island. <laughs> yes. But they will persevere. They will survive. And this is why it's so important for town planning, like Absolutely. city planning, urban planning. This is this is your test case right here. Success. Yeah, this is a, I'm calling this an ESG success story. This is a woke success story. This is the best thing that's come out of Florida in the yeah, last I don't know how, 30 years. I mean, I know we... Pl- I know we've stupidly politicized everything in this country, but I, I don't know how the rest of Florida doesn't just take the lessons learned from this and just do it. I, but we're so we're so caught up in fighting each other that it just right. won't happen. There were still thousands of people without power as of Tuesday. Like, I don't know right. what county, what city you are, but look to this town and be like, how can I retrofit my current town to be more like this town? Because I yeah, don't want to be without power for that long. All right, I don't understand humanity. I don't understand why why is it more manly and macho to rely on energy that comes from the earth than it is the energy that comes from the sun? Like I what what's happening? What's the difference? I, yeah. I don't understand anything. Really, I don't get it. Kudos right. to this town of two thousand. Thank you, Ari. Uh, the goodliest of the week. Apple uh, have to switch its uh, chargers, universal chargers. New York City to use vacant newsstands uh, as hubs for food delivery workers and uh, a su- ESG success story in Florida, America's first solar-powered town, mm-hmm. doesn't lose power during the hurricane. I mean, these are all great. I like all of these actually, honestly, which is unusual for me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, usually I can I can easily poke holes in all of these. F- first of all, I just applaud the EU. It does sort of constantly try to punch back, try yeah. to punch up, I should say. Like it's but kind of like the biggest stakeholders capitalism advocate at this point and i'm and i'm it's thrilled like a that they slow train but it's steady and it doesn't yeah. stop keep punching yeah just slowly uh, goes i'm kind of amazed at this i'm amazed that it worked i'm amazed it was successful i guess we'll see maybe apple will try to figure out how to fight it they have 2 years left i have no idea but i'm just amazed at this it's a it and again it, to me it's a shining example of what can happen here with our stakeholders uh, our shareholders that they too can fight for things uh, like this the second story i love everything about it i love i love when cities states whatever governments i love when they reuse something that has has gone away in a very simple way to help so many people and it was so cheap too according mm-hmm. to your stats yeah and i also love any programs that pay attention to the hardworking people that basically make our world run. Because I don't know if you've been to New York recently. I know a lot of our listeners live in New York City, but the city is, the, the pulse of that city essentially is all the, the hardworking people who are doing things like giving, delivering your food, right? Mm-hmm. So those are the, the absolutely the people that need to be paid attention to. And that to think about not even having a place to take a break is just mad. It's like maddening to me. So I, I just love this story from every perspective. And the last one too, I, again, like anytime we can find ESG success stories like this, it's kind of like a mic drop moment, right? It's just like, look, this is, we're not, this is not about politics for us. This is not about any, we're not trying to take away anything that makes you feel like a man. It's just like, we're just trying to create solutions for the future here because this is the world we live in. So so anyway, I uh, um I like all three stories, but I I got to vote for 
I gotta vote for this New York City. I like I love wow. this banking newsstand as hubs for food delivery workers. It's a class of worker that people don't pay enough attention to. So I, I just I just like it. Nice. I really and had no idea which way you were gonna go. You don't get to vote, Ari. I don't. What, good one what though. Would have you voted? It, your vote doesn't count. But what <laughs> would have you voted for? Uh, I think I would have voted for the poster child of city planning. Yeah, it's a good one too. It, it's true. Okay, that's good least of the week. Let's go to ass holiest of the week. I'll present three stories from the perspective of Matt Muscardi, but again, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna channel the anger. I'm not gonna go into a long winded uh, filibuster that Mr. Muscardi likes to go into. I'm just going to state quickly the stories and move on. Here we go, Ari. Airbnb's refund policy specifically excludes hurricanes in Florida because they are common enough to be foreseeable. What the hell is what? that? I love this. Why are you calling this the asshole of the week? This is great. Are you kidding? Really? They're like, if you're going to go vacation in Florida, that's on you, man. <laughs> that's 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 sick i'm sorry but they're uh, first of all common enough like it's a few a, you know it's like a handful a year and this one changed directions really quickly like it, <laughs> it and gained power and strength in like hours so airbnb you have no idea what you're talking about it's not like you can predict the hurricane six months in advance uh, you're, you're cheap and stupid that's the first one. Second one BlackRock faces more ESG fallout as Louisiana pulls $794 million. The state treasurer cited blatantly anti-fossil fuel policies. I don't want to talk about this. This is the Matt Muscardi area, but I wanted to present this because I know he'd present it. But if you want to talk about it, go ahead. But I got nothing to say here. You want to talk about it? Uh, whatever Louisiana does, we should do the opposite. <laughs> okay, yeah. Th again, this has just become political theater so I don't, yeah, I, 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 I uh, number three, asshole of the week, Norwegian cruise line cruise. drops, <laughs> drops COVID vaccination, testing and masking mandate. <laughs> I got to be honest with you, Ari. I haven't traveled in a while. Um, they should rewrite this headline. I actually should haven't be like been on a plane. COVID boat, COVID positives COVID boat. only. I know that you have traveled a lot since the pandemic i have not been on a plane since the pandemic started tell me like what is it like in, on planes now anyway what is it like at airports do they make you do anything anymore yeah you know when i had to go to canada for when was a that family thing i how uh, long ago this, was that this was two three months ago it was okay. when the u.s dropped its uh mask mandate Okay. I was flying back when that happened, and I remember I was in Canada, and they still had mask mandates for the airport and for the airplane, so everything was normal, you know, just put on your mask. We got in the air, and as soon as we landed, like, we weren't even off the plane, people were taking their masks off, and then we deplaned in, I was in Atlanta, Georgia, and mm -hmm. I got into the airport, and it felt like a different world. No one was wearing a mask. It's like, nothing and i was there for four hours being like this is how i get covid but that was not in fact how i got covid <laughs> right did you take so, your mask off in atlanta no i have a mask on no. at all times so okay it's just yeah it's i found myself i find this hard to admit but i have found myself taking more and more risks recently 
And I think it's mostly, uh, this is the part that's hard for me to admit. I think it's mostly peer pressure. <laughs> but nobody's like telling feel, you to do or not do something. No, I know, but I, 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 I this is just the way society works. Like sometimes you just don't want to stick out. You don't want anyone <laughs> to look at you. You don't want to be noticed. God. You know, this but is. But hey, I haven't. This is what Matt, my husband, actually... says, and I don't understand yeah. it. Like, I don't care about being noticed or not. I'm just going to do my thing and just yeah, do it. Yeah, but yet you got COVID, and I so far, I, I'm like the only person left who hasn't. Although I feel I a little I got COVID because my today. roommate got COVID. Oh, sure, whatever. All right, so, so maybe Norwegian Cruise Line's not so unusual. I don't know. I included it here because, again, I was just channeling Matt. I thought you Matt know, would want to yell at them. You're getting riskier and riskier. Why don't you book your trip on Norwegian Cruise Lines? Uh, no, thank you. Those are the three assholes of the week. These, these didn't really seem to impress you very much, Ari. So no, I mean, the top you, one, the Airbnb yeah. refund policy, it's great. That's not an asshole. I, I feel sad for you that you think that's great. Um, so so what would you vote for here? Or, or do you want to make up your own? I'm going to vote for Louisiana because Louisiana Got they perfect. are the true jerks, you know, Got for it. God, state treasurer cites blatantly anti-fossil fuel policies. Oh, my God. Yeah. And as BlackRock pointed out and as uh, Matt pointed out a few weeks back that BlackRock actually invests billions and billions <laughs> of dollars into fossil fuel, uh, the fossil fuel industry. So, no, so none of that is actually real. There is no blatantly anti-fossil fuel policies going on at BlackRock. I mean, it's unusual for me to, to support BlackRock, but they actually are one of the biggest owners of fossil fuel industry. So I don't know what Louisiana is talking about. <laughs> right. They should be supporting them. Yes. All right. Let's finish this show. Let me, uh, again, let me wrap up what we picked story of the week. Uh, everything Elon Musk, goodliest of the week, New York city, adapting their newsstands into places for delivery workers to chill out and maybe get a bagel. And the assholes of the week is Louisiana for pulling its money out of BlackRock. Who won the week, Ari? Who won oh, the week? Oh, I got a good one. So this week, yeah. the Nobel Prize winners were announced. And for chemistry, yeah. three oh, people were awarded this one. this. one of them was a woman. And mm -hmm. it, it was for their click chemistry. Yeah, click and chemistry. Click chemistry. That. It was just so satisfying to read about it. And it they devised yeah. a way to click molecules together, like Lego bricks. Mm -hmm even Amazing. inside living organisms. Right. So this new way of being able to uh, click these molecules will be used for things like targeted cancer treatments where mm -hmm. the treatment will be able to click onto the, um, the cell, the specified cell. And it's just so cool Amazing. and satisfying click chemistry. Yeah. Amazing. I, how, I wonder how quickly we can politicize this and we can turn no, against these. No, no. Okay. No. Your winner of the week was way better than mine, Ari. My, but my, but the good news is that my winner of the week also included the word click. <laughs> no, seriously. I, I, I have proof of this because I wrote it down before. My winner of the week is the clickbait media because Elon Musk returned this week. I feel like oh. we've had a break from him for at least a month, but they right. must be thrilled. So many Elon Musk headlines. So even even headlines about his ex-wife texting him. And oh, I didn't even go into all the texts. I actually did a show on it this week, Ari. But because of the court case, Twitter and the, they got a hands on all the, the texts going on between Elon Musk and all his billionaire and CEO buddies. I didn't even get into that. 
But there was one that they highlighted about his ex-wife saying that you have to defeat wokeism. I, I don't know what's going on. It's a mess. That's my winner is the clickbait media. Yeah. Mine was way more satisfying. Yeah, yours was better. Predictions? Are yeah. In? Yep. And yep. you know, I'm going to go back to Elon Musk for this one. Oh. But I don't know how yeah. he hasn't done this yet. I believe yeah. he will get in the business of planning building owning towns full of fans you know the babcock fans? ranch thing <laughs> Fan- what do you mean well, fans like, people like- that worship him <laughs> okay and he will yeah. steal the tagline life powered by the sun but the sun will have a picture of his face inside it because he is the sun oh my god it's according brilliant. to him all right that's, that's probably your most brilliant prediction ever i, I think the COVID is Opening up a creative <laughs> portal in your brain. Add COVID. I didn't possible? do shrooms. And and by the way, uh, I appreciate that you're wearing a Biden sweatshirt today because we're synergistic today. We're we're locked. You know, in I today. only I would like to let my listeners know that I only bought it because it was Harris too. That's okay. Thanks. It's okay. I mean, I, I can only see the Biden part, and I had a story <laughs> about Biden. I was gonna feel silly reading my prediction after your great prediction, but it actually, again, I feel like we're sapotico today our brains are melded because listen to my prediction now that you've heard yours listen because ari had the one of the most brilliant predictions ever now listen to my prediction again i'm not just making this up i wrote this down earlier matt does not come back to the company ari becomes ceo fires me for using slack wrong then fires jesse for using google drive wrong and then pre-fires 10 graduates from Wharton because they used a Microsoft Excel filter wrong. So there, so Ari becomes the dictator ruler of uh, free flow. With nobody to dictate, apparently. Well, you're not going to need to because you, you'll just control everything. You'll be like Elon. You'll be you have a picture of your face in the sun. Thanks. Anything else? No, that's it. Take it away. Let's, let's play the music. Uh, why don't you say goodbye to everybody? All right. Goodbye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> no, you do it. You can't just spring this. No, I don't want to. <laughs> uh, bye. Thank you for listening. Next week. What's happening next week? Matt will Come be back. Come back next week. Matt will be back. Ari will be around. More corporate theater. Uh, more Paul Hodgson from S-Gage, our first sponsor, S-Gage. And uh, definitely more Elon. <laughs> More Elon, more everything. And maybe like we're finally going to get Jesse to come on the show. I've been wanting to get Jesse uh, on the show, one of these shows, but she still doesn't have her equipment set up, but I think that's an excuse. So maybe we can coerce her on. All right, that's it. Bye. Thanks for listening. Anything else?